Welcome to Plan to Win with Edge Messaging, a podcast about classic communications and public relations principles put into practice in a modern world. Here are your hosts, Brian Fraley and Dan Dibert. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plan to Win podcast. I'm Dan Dibert, Director of Creativity and Innovation here at Edge Messaging, joined by our president, Mr. Brian Fraley. Hello, Brian. Hello, Dan. How are you? Great. Happy to be at work. Well, I'm excited for this episode of the podcast. What we want to talk about today, radio ads. What makes a good radio ad and what is our one of our biggest pet peeves when it comes to radio ads, mostly in local radio ads. Yeah. I'm well, glad. there's a reason for that, by the way. <laughs> yes. And you are the right person to talk to here. Um, you have a 25-year experience, 25 years of experience in broadcast radio. Between you and I, we've written thousands. Oh, of, easily, yeah. Like, maybe tens of thousands right. of radio commercials mm-hmm. over the last 25, 30 years. We've also listened to hundreds <laughs> of thousands right. of radio ads, including tens of thousands of absolutely terrible local radio ads. Mm-hmm. So we both have the same pet peeve when it comes, one of the main pet peeves when it comes to especially local radio, and it is? Owners of businesses voicing their own commercials. And doing so poorly. Yeah. You know, and we'll get into this. It can work, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So let's go through a couple of questions. Let's start with this. Why do owners get talked into voicing their own commercials? Why do you even hear that in the first place? There are a couple of answers as far as I'm concerned. Number one is ego. The salesperson will tell you, nobody knows your business better than you. The radio salesperson. Yes, the radio or TV. I mean, it happens on television too. But yeah, they'll say, nobody knows your business better than you. You should be doing your own spots. No one can speak with the authority and passion that you would. Yeah. Uh, First of all, it's cheaper, by the way. (laughs) Like like, like if if they can convince you to come in and do your own spot, it's easier. They don't have to coordinate a voice talent. They don't have to. Save a couple hundred bucks on. kind of lazy. Not hiring a professional. kind of lazy. So the ego is uh, part of that. But also... It creates this false effectiveness. The echo chamber? Yes, because what will happen is people will come up to you and tell you if you're doing your own commercials, hey, I heard you on the radio. I heard your ads. It does not make the ad an effective ad. It just means somebody's being polite and say, you know, that's what you do. I I heard you on the radio. So I'm telling you I heard you on the radio. Very few people are going to come up and say, Dan. I heard you selling your your shoes or your mufflers on the radio, <laughs> right. and that ad sucked. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to tell you. People are going to say that to you. Um, but again, it, people will hear your ad if you let's say you have a professional voiceover or somebody who works for you that can do the voiceover and does it very well. People will hear your ad. They just won't tell you. But when you're in the ad, and this is a dirty little secret. Radio salespeople and TV salespeople know this. Right. It's why they even recommend this in the first place. It creates a false effectiveness because if everybody's coming up to you telling you, hey, I heard you on the radio, in your brain you think, well, this ad has to be working. Everybody's hearing it. There are not any more or fewer people hearing your ad. (laughs) If you have a lot of people coming and telling you they're hearing your ad, it doesn't matter. They're telling you because it's you. And then the question is, are they following through on the call to action, right? Are they buying your product or service? Are they voting the way you want them to vote? Are they following through with what you are voicing over and asking them to do? And honestly, if if, if you already know them and they're coming up to you and saying, hey, I heard you on the radio. Well, then, I mean, they're already, were they probably not coming to you anyway? Right. <laughs> right. right. Hopefully. Or they've already made that decision. Right. So I, I think there's a couple of things going back to our messaging model, right? Sending and receiving. Is the message really being received the way you want it to? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because they hear it doesn't mean they receive it, right? Right, right. Um, They may be receiving a message that says, Bill is 
not very good at reading copy. <laughs> and there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing inherently, it does make you a bad person no. or a bad house painter or a bad plumber if you can't get on the radio and it's not effectively, your job. that's not what you do. You got, you didn't get into the business, uh, whatever it is, law firm, whatever, you didn't get into the business to become the brand ambassador necessarily. So another question that pops up is, okay, can it ever work? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the easiest way to determine if it can work, can the owner do it? Right. Honestly, that's the simple answer. Can you, like you were saying, does it sound like this when you are supposed to buy my product? Please call me now. I mean, if you come off as as incompetent on a, on a radio commercial in just radio, it people are going to question your competence in general and your decision-making. Mm-hmm. If you made the decision to sign off on a commercial that sounds terrible, yeah. what does that mean about the decision you would do if you if I hired you to take care of my lawn or my tax accounting services, whatever? Yes. And by the way, your TV and or radio salesperson will never tell you. If if we decide you're going to, you know, you're going to cut your own commercial and you're sitting in the studio and you're reading it and it's terrible, you will never be told it's yeah. terrible. You're in the ever. you're in the radio booth for 25 minutes. No one's going to go. You know what, Bob? We need to spend another 30 minutes getting this just right for you. No, your salesperson will never say, "Eh, you know what? It's not you. You and shouldn't then, be doing." This. And then here's another thing. They will say, "Well, my sales went up since I started this radio campaign, so obviously it's working." Well, yeah. If you use a shotgun, and even if it's a bad shotgun, you may put some lead on the target. Mm-hmm. But are you actually is, is what is the return on investment if you spend? $50,000 a year on local radio, even a bad commercial is going to get you some extra business just from brand name identification. Right. But um, are you getting the most bang for your buck? So it can work. Yes, it can work. But uh, you got to, you almost, you're not going to be, if you're, if you're talking about doing a local commercial, you're not going to be able to afford like a focus group. Have somebody you know. And who trust. Knows, who will be honest with you. you. Yeah, first of all, if they will. But, or you can take somebody and say, hey, go play this for some people and see what they say. Yep. They can't know that you're involved. They can't know the person knows you or anything like that. I mean, you can do this, but um, it can work, um, but it's very rare that it does. Now, why doesn't it? Because, you know, a lot of people will tell you, hey, it's a memorable ad. People heard, they, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's, this is another salesperson thing. They'll tell you, look, look, it doesn't matter, good or bad. People are coming up to you telling you they heard it. It's working. It's memorable. Yeah, it's genius. We're getting, we're, getting, we're getting in people's head. It's a little earworm. They're going to remember you. And then when they need waterproofing in their basement, the only brand they're going to remember is you because of your obnoxious radio ad. What is memorable to them is how bad your radio ad is. There's a business near my place that does this. It's just the ads are where I live, where there's this, their ads are terrible. And every time I drive by there, I never think, yeah, but if I need that service, you know, they're top of mind. No, I drive by there every single time and say, what is wrong with those people? How can they still be running <laughs> what this What kind of ad? decision-making process did they have that allowed them to I could never do business with a company that would make a decision that bad. So it can work. Yeah. Uh, most often doesn't. You need somebody to, to be honest with you, uh, whether it's a smart way to, to go about it. Even if you've been convinced and you think it's great and all your friends think it's great, you need someone to be really honest, honest with you. Yeah. Um, another reason it doesn't work, you know, we're talking, you know, yeah. um, bad commercials create noise. In our, in our classic communications model that we talked about in right. episode one, which if you haven't heard, you should go back and listen to it. The classic communications model is sender, message, medium, noise, receiver. Right. Or 
if you ever have trouble remembering that, just remember this. We use this phrase around here. We say, Yes. It's a Swedish Sender, message, medium, noise, receiver. The noise is the hardest thing to overcome. Crafting the message is the talent. It's you know it's, yes. it's it's what people go to school to learn how to do. Crafting that message, then the medium, how we get it out to you, social media, radio, television. Okay, that's one thing. The noise is something that is so hard to control. But the w- rule number one: first, do no harm. Don't create your Don't own create noise. Don't create your own noise. That's absolutely right. And if your commercial is so bad, that's exactly what it's doing. It's creating your own noise. Never create your own noise because noise is hard enough to get through as it is. Don't create your own. So you're a small business owner. You want to get into uh, radio advertising, maybe even uh, audio, video advertising on the Internet, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have tens of thousands of dollars to spend. You have a small storefront. um, You're... You've been in, around for about two, three years. You've got good word of mouth, good good online reviews, and you want to turn it up a notch. Uh, what would you suggest they do? Besides, of course, yeah, coming to us and everything. And, yeah. and we do do this, but again, this isn't the sales pitch. What would you, what free advice on this podcast to our listeners would you give to a small business owner? There are services out there that you can go to. Uh, you can you can sign up online. Just do a search for voiceover talent. It does not, there. yeah, there are voiceover talents that would charge you thousands of dollars, but there are plenty that will not. You could probably get a nice 30-second local voiceover commercial. Don't go cheap here, right? I mean, you're, you, want, you want good quality, but you could probably get somebody to do your 30-second local VO uh, voiceover for probably a couple hundred bucks, and, two, three hundred bucks. And when you go to the radio station, you know a guy at the radio station, right? He's, he's a booster at your high school football team. You guys have known each other, or maybe they're, you're both in Kiwanis or whatever. You've run into each other on the golf course. Ask her or him. Uh, how they can provide voice talent as well. They might be able to cut a deal. Maybe it's a, a radio station producer who's not on air talent but wants that experience. Get a couple of examples yeah. Yeah. and choose one that you like. Look, you're going to invest money on something. Do it right. Spend the money to get the fundamentals right, whether it's the proper voice, the proper script, sound effects, whatever it is. My other advice, and I know this is a totally another topic that we will do uh, down the road very soon, Humor is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Don't think you're funny. You may not be. And <laughs> that creates its own noise, too. All right. So there you go. That is uh, another episode here of the Plan to Win podcast. Remember, I think if you walk away from anything today, we again, we always go back to that the basic communications model, the classic model, S-M-M-N-R, sender, message, medium, noise, receiver. Do not. Create your own noise with a bad radio commercial. Please do not. Hey, I want to do one quick shout out before we leave, Dan. We've gotten a lot of great feedback as we've launched this podcast, uh, including a lot of ideas uh, for topics and possible interview subjects. We're going to be uh, conducting some interviews with some of our Mm -hmm. associates, colleagues, and some of the experts in various fields all across the country. If you have a topic or a interviewee suggestion, drop me a line, fraley at edgemessaging.com. That's F-R-A-L-E-Y at edgemessaging, not massaging, edgemessaging.com. Put in the subject line, podcast idea, send it our way. We'd be happy, happy to look at all suggestions. Yeah, maybe you don't have an idea. Maybe you just have a question. Maybe you have a marketing question you would love to have as a topic here that I just don't know. I've thought about this. I've wondered about this. What do you guys think? 
throw that our way too. We can work we can work those in as well. All right, sounds great. Thanks, Dan. We'll catch you next time on the Plan to Win podcast. This podcast was produced by Edge Messaging. Companies, candidates, and causes who plan to win turn to Edge Messaging for their public relations and communication strategy needs. For more information, go to edgemessaging.com.